It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to today's episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not the, your stress being the queen over you. Goodness gracious, teeth fell out early today. I'll pop those back in. In today's episode, I'm super excited, BQS listeners, to be sharing the second part of our festive season series. It's a bit of a silly season as we're coming into Christmas. If you do celebrate Christmas or if you celebrate other holidays uh, coming into this time of the year, it becomes one of the most stressful times of year for people. And so my intention over these few weeks of episodes is to hopefully be able to share some tips and some tools that might be able to minimize how much that stress is taking an impact on you and maximize how well your body is actually adapting to stress. Because the crazy thing is, I think, with this time of year, and I, I understand it completely because I've noticed some of uh, the way that I've been responding to this time of year has been a bit different than other times because I really love Christmas. I am one of those people that really enjoys putting up my Christmas tree. I got to do that yesterday. I got to dress Atlas up in her favorite reindeer outfit. It's not really her favorite outfit, guys, but a picture that uh, if you follow my Instagram stories on Dr. Maria Z, you would have seen what how small it was on her, uh, how small she was, sorry, five years ago in her reindeer outfit that I now still put on her head every year just to see how uh, big she's actually got. But anyway, I digress a little. Is The reality is, is as come, coming into December, what we do know is that this time of year uh, creates more external stresses than perhaps throughout the other times of the year. What sort of external stresses am I talking about? Work for a lot of people starts winding up so it gets a really big push to the end of the year so that they can take time off. For people, social activities become uh, more, they get ramped up. For some people, what actually becomes a stressful component is is, is your social uh, calendar might not be that busy and that in itself actually becomes stressful and it, it makes one reflect on different aspects of their life. And so, My tips that I want to share over these next four weeks, hopefully that you can implement and as I said, is work on your body adapting better to stress so that you're not having to unravel a whole heap of uh, stress response and reaction in within your body, that sympathetic dominant response that we've spoken about so often over the last 112 odd episodes, is that you're not having to unravel basically your stress reaction and response as we're coming into January, is that hopefully you're actually already building momentum into what will hope for all of us be a wonderful 2020. So today I wanted to share a couple of tips around our body and our head and heart alignment, which as you would know through my book, Align, Be the Queen of Your Stress, is I talk about that triad being the key to alignment and being aligned is that we we have alignment and we are aligned through our body, our head and our heart. So when it comes to our body over this period of time, and I touched on it on last week's episode, but I think it's so important that it's worthwhile touching on again, is the importance of maintaining some of the great routines and rituals that you've had over the last 12 months. So for example, if you've incorporated an awesome practice of regular exercise, make sure you're keeping up with that. Make sure that that's designed into your week. So that's a non-negotiable. If your regular routine is to go and see your marvelous chiropractor to make sure your brain and body are connected, make sure you're keeping up with that and making sure if you need to see them extra over this period of time because your body isn't coping that well with stresses, is making sure you're doing that. Now, for some of you listening, you might not have been checked before. So if you're not local to me and you need recommendation of a great chiropractor that can help your brain and body stay connected, 
please just shoot, um, reach out and I can point you in the right direction. The other things are making sure they're eating as well as possible at the times where you're not actually out socializing. One of the tempting things to do, or perhaps it's just me, I'll speak for myself, is if you've been out for a big night the night before, if it's turned a little bit bigger than you thought it was going to be and you might wake up a touch dusty the next day, the temptation is, I know for myself, is to eat crap rather than eating good food. So being mindful is to get back on track food-wise as quickly as possible. And obviously, if you can avoid actually waking up hungover the next day, even better is to making sure you're having lots of water between your wines and lots of water before you're going to bed. And being mindful of how many uh, alcohol-involved nights there are. I was going to say how many alcohol-free nights there are. But banking some alcohol-free days in the December period can also be really beneficial, obviously, to how well your body is or is not adapting to stress. That's the body part. I want to focus now on what's happening with your head and your heart. One of the things that I think is super important, and again, you will have heard me touch on it through the 60 seconds that I've been doing with our BQS self-care challenge, which if you're not sure what I'm talking about with that is make sure you join our BQS movement group on Facebook. It's a closed group. You're most welcome to join it. And we're currently doing a BQS self-care challenge, which you are most welcome to join. It's definitely not too late to do. And why do we want to do that? Well, number one is it's so important that we're actually giving ourselves oxygen first. I'm going to say that again. It is so important. In fact, it is vital that we are giving ourselves oxygen first and that we're looking after ourselves and our well-being and how well we're adapting to stress. But really, it's it's key in making sure that we can, we can excel in other areas of our life, whether that's serving other people, whether it is looking after other people, whether it's creating impact, whether in our workplace, in our community, on the globe, is giving yourself oxygen first is key. What I see a lot of people doing at this time of year is they actually drop themselves way down the priority list. And what ends up happening is they end up burning out through this period of December. And, and it's hard to find joy when you're burnt out. That's number one. Number two, it's it creates an, uh, a reality of you having to unravel stuff and unwind things coming into the new year versus actually really enjoying and being joyous throughout this festive season. And as the old saying goes, it is meant to be the most wonderful time of the year. So how can you create that for yourself? So number one is making sure you're giving yourself oxygen first and looking at some of those self-care routines that we've got so much inspiration about what people are doing now on the BQS movement. It's something I'm, I'm really pleased that we started. It's my spin on an advent calendar is rather than eating chocolate is actually giving yourself self-care and doing the work as far as that's concerned. Again, you'll hear me speak about about it regularly is is when it comes to self-care and self-love rituals, I don't see that as being a luxury. I see that as part of my work that I do every day to make sure that I'm at my best in all the other work that I do every day. Hope that makes sense. The other component that I wanted to talk today about uh, and touch on when it comes to our head and our heart is who we're surrounding ourselves with. Who are your circle of people that you're socializing with over this Christmas period and working out how you can spend more time with the people that actually energize you. I'm going to say that again, working out how you can spend more time with people that energize you. I feel super blessed. I got the opportunity to spend uh, time last night with some of my dearest, oldest school friends. Uh, I've known everybody for 28 years because I changed schools halfway through year nine. Some of the girls have known each other for like 37 years. And there's some beautiful components to that that I wanted to share about today, which I, I it's a real gratitude piece because I literally uh, walked out of, uh, out of my friend's house last night going, God, it just it's bloody awesome that number one, we're all still mates. Number two, there's people in my world that have so much, they have my backstory. They've seen all the different evolutions and they're still an awesome part of my life. But then also looking at the photo of the group of us that were there last night, they're such a phenomenal group of women that I get to hang out with and and having watched 
their evolution and growth over the years and then actually taking a moment to look at that photo and go, those women are freaking cool and I get to call them dear friends. And in that moment as well is realizing they're the sort of people that I like hanging out with that actually energize me. And what I'd love you to do right now is I actually want to take you through an exercise because if I shut my eyes about last night, there's so much joy out of getting a chance to spend time with women that we used to spend so much more time together, obviously, when we were younger and we got to hang out. We didn't have other responsibilities. But now it's such a joy when we do get to, to hang out, to catch up and see what everybody's up to. And there's some phenomenal powerhouses, each one of those women around the table. Some of you, again, might have seen the photo that I put up on, on Dr. Maria Z on Instagram. Those women are powerhouses in their individual rights and and that's something that as I said I could I could gush about for hours but I'll stop gushing but what I would love you to do is an exercise now if you're driving please don't do the closing the eyes component of this exercise but what I would love you to do is to think about your last social engagement that you were at so you might have already started some Christmas parties they might be with family they might be with friends I might be with work colleagues I'd love you to shut your eyes if it's safe to do so and think about how did you feel during that particular social activity Was it something that brought you joy? Were you laughing? Was it fun or was it stressful? What I'd love you to then jump to is how did you feel afterwards when you left? Were you feeling energized? Were you feeling like you could do that all over again? Were you feeling like you wish the night had never ended? Or were you feeling drained and like, oh my God, thank God that's over? Now, I think that this exercise is really powerful because what it allows you to see is perhaps what the potential of the opposite could be. So, for example, if for you is it's you walked out drained, how could you have reframed that night so that you didn't? Now, I understand coming into Christmas, there's social occasions where we're at, they're a little bit outside of our control, particularly, say, if it's work or there's other family members or friends that you might not have control over who they're coming to. But working on reframing that activity so that if you are in that situation where you are feeling drained or you're feeling like you want to get out of there, how can you shorten up the period of time that you're there? How can you make sure that you're not you're not getting yourself, for example, drunker because the situation sucks versus how can you actually regain control of that situation so you can reframe it and make it a positive activity? I hope that makes sense. If, for example, is that you had that moment where it wasn't a, such a positive, in, uh, energizing experience, I'd love you to actually keep going back until you find one that was so that you actually can reframe within your own mind what a wonderful, energizing, high vibration activity could feel like. And if it is something that you really are going, what the hell are you talking about, Dr. M, and goodness, have you got your beads on too tight again, is to actually uh, reach out over the BQS movement group so that uh, you actually do have circles that hopefully are creating that higher energy vibration. So your homework this week, BQS listeners, is if you are not already a part of the BQS movement on Facebook, if you are on Facebook, if you're not on Facebook, don't start a social media habit that you don't already have. But if you are on Facebook, make sure you join and jump on board for the BQS self-care challenge because it's already having huge impact on the people that are involved. Love to see you on there because it actually throws up ideas for other people. It creates inspiration and we are absolutely creating a wave, a ripple effect of health and happiness, which is super cool, particularly in a time of year where Uh, creating more joy and less stress is something that can be so beneficial. Now, before I sign off for today, my top five BQS listeners, our song of the week has been Dynamite by Astra. I've loved that. It's it's getting pumped up loud in the car and at the practice, which is awesome. Uh, book of this week, I've started reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I read it many, many years ago, but it is absolutely time for a revisit and I'm really enjoying it, reading it and the, the philosophies and theories of that. Um, it's something that uh, is certainly going to be beneficial and I can see 2020 is going to be an amazing year. 
quote of this, oh, actually, sorry, de-stress of this week. Absolutely going to my friend's party last night. I actually ditched another party beforehand that I was going to pop into, um, but I was not in the mood to make small talk with people that I didn't really know. I hope to get to know them better further down the track, but it, it was like, well, you know what? I, was, I could either push myself to go to both or I could actually go to the one that I'm going to enjoy the most, which is absolutely what I did. So I'm really pleased about that. So my de-stress decompress last night was actually not pushing myself to go to two parties, but going to the one that I was going to be staying at the longer. And, uh, and I definitely, I'm so pleased that I made that particular choice. Quote of this week is, let me just pull it up. And of course it doesn't want to now. There we go. There it is. It's all in your mind. Whatever you hold in your mind will tend to occur in your life. If you continue to believe as you've always believed, you will continue to act in the way that you've always acted. If you continue to act as you've always acted, you will continue to get what you've always gotten. If you want different results in your life or your work, all you have to do is change your mind. And that is by the famous author Anon. So, on that note, BQS listeners, I hope whatever it is that you're doing in this next week uh, brings you joy and, and energizes you. If you're listening to this outside of the Christmas period, which I know some of you will definitely be doing that, you're welcome to do the self-care challenge at any time. The beautiful thing about self-care, it's about lifetime changes. It's not just about Christmas. So if it's at whatever point in time you're listening to this, it's never too late to get started. And the key is, is that you're doing for 21 days straight. So you're in that starting point of creating amazing habits. So that's it for me this week, BQS listeners. Bye for now and I'll catch you next week. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.